I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, this is Stephen A. Smith from No Mercy. Festivals, football, flannels. Some say fall is their favorite time of year. And this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible. And don't forget to enjoy the foliage sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Welcome back to the Roast Battle. Next up, wearing his new Tommy John underwear, we have Andrew versus his old underwear. Let's be real. I'm going to win tonight because when I'm wearing Tommy John underwear, I can do everything better. Like burn you the way you used to burn my boys. You call yourself underwear? You don't even have breathable, lightweight fabric with four times the stretch of competing brands. Tommy John has a hammock pouch, a horizontal quick draw fly, and dozens of comfort innovations. You? You have dozens of comfort limitations? Plus, there's no risk, because I'm covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free guarantee. It's over, folks. Even if his old underwear could respond, it won't matter. Shop Tommy John's Cyber Monday sale now with TommyJohn.com slash victory and get 33% off site-wide, plus free shipping at TommyJohn.com slash victory. See site for details. All right, so I felt like uh, Matt Eberflus uh, today demonstrated again why people who respect him and his the way that he talks and and approaches football i think today was a good another good example of why he is a i don't say the right head coach for something like this but it's certainly it's good to have somebody an adult in the room i feel like he said that some of the some of the things that you expect him to say but again some of the things that would have come up during his job interview He's equipped to handle this because he's a football lifer and he's been through more difficult periods before. But what to you stood out as far as 
what he said about enduring this adversity. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll play a little bit of it in a minute. But, I, you know, I think that he's been leaning for the last three, four weeks as the losses have piled up. Remember, they've only won one game since September ended, right? Like, it's that's a long time ago uh, for, to only have one victory, and it's that game in, in New England. But but Eberflus has said that, look, there's character within that locker room that, that's going to be a flotation device, essentially. And, and, and it's going to help keep us steady and above water through the end of the season because guys in that room uh, understand what it is to be a professional, understand what it is to be a united team member, uh, and they'll lean on that. But I, you know, I still have questions, right? Like, there's still, there's, <laughs> this team is still three and nine, right? And we do, I don't know what we've learned about Matt as a, a, a chief overseer of this team right now. And it was a question we asked early in the year that when the losses pile up, you know, your first job as a head coach is making sure that uh, you know dysfunction doesn't creep in, and 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 um, you know the the two famous military leaders that that. Uh, occur around this time, uh, general malaise and major disinterest, right? Those are, <laughs> those, those are the two guys that the Bears have to keep out of the building uh, uh, around this time of year. We'll see if they can do it. Um, look, I, I mean, I, I think this is a major challenge for a coach to, to, to keep the investment level, to keep the concentration level, to keep the commitment level, because we knew that the hits principle, right, David, was going to be this fuel for what they were going to try to do in July and August and back to the, the offseason in June. Um, but now what does the hits principle get you? And, and so there was some questions today, you know, Mark Potash from the Chicago Sun-Times pressed Eberflus on, on whether the hits principle has actually uh, generated the, the results he's wanted to. There was a little back and forth there. Here's a sampling of, of what Matt Eberflus had to say. I think foundation is huge. I think building foundation for, for your organization, okay, for your football team is, is huge because you have to lay that foundation of what the standards are, how we operate, how we practice, how we go about our business, how we treat each other in the building, how we respect each other in the building, and that creates high morale. And, and that's what it is. And when the winds come, it's it's a different thing. You know, it's you got to deal with you know all the praise and everything that's on top of that. And that's going to be a different issue when we get there. Um, but uh, but that foundation is what you stand on. You stand on the effort, the intensity, you know, the things that we stand on, the principles and the standards for everybody. The standard that's for Justin Fields is the same guy for that's, you know, at the back end of the roster. It's the same how we operate. So that to me is important. And that's when you onboard new guys in the future, that's important that they understand that. But when you do that later in the future, they're going to have these guys to look at and say, hey, just do it like that. And because they understand how it's done, what the standard is. And I think that's very helpful for the future, too. So I like what he had to say there and understand why Potsy asked it. And I, I think this, not just with Mark Potash, I think in general sometimes, and I've been guilty of this too, when a way of doing business or an approach by a coaching staff or a player, when they assign these clever, you know, acronyms to it <laughs> so they can remember and teach it and coach it and reinforce it like teachers do, like coaches do, I think sometimes it, it exposes becomes more easy to mock because it's there and it seems a little bit juvenile at times, a little bit sophomore. I don't know what the case is, but so he's asked about the hits principle and he's asked about the hits principle and he's asked about the hits principle. Again, what he's answering is not mock worthy. And I think that what the way that he approached it and the way he explained it to me, he's just talking about professionalism, commitment, integrity, and dedication. I don't care what words 
what letters those words start with. I'm not going to put them together in an acronym. What you need to get through stuff like this is what exactly he described. And it doesn't mean because the Bears are struggling that some sort of acronym he attached to a coaching mantra isn't working. It just means that it's being tested. And this is it's a good way to remember what's important when times are the toughest. And those are the same things that are going to be important when they do have success. It doesn't mean that it is working either. And my, I guess my worry with this is be, he used the, the phrase onboarding, right? And it's like, how many guys do you need to onboard in 2023? And so it's just going to feel like they're starting all over again in a lot of ways, right? If you if you go to training camp with like, you know, 65 of your your, your 90 guys being guys that, that weren't here, right? That's, that's an exaggeration. Obviously, they'll, they'll have more than that. But it's just going to be a lot of redoing and reestablishing it. And I know he's saying that, that the players that are here and that the core leaders are going to set that tone and be able to push things forward. But I think it's going to be like, those guys are going to have to be like, all right, we're, you know, we're introducing this again to a whole new set of uh, players. I don't know. It's, it's just going to, it's going to be fascinating to watch because I think that, you know, I do think that there's going to be a whole lot of starting all over again in 2023. And yeah, I think that's I what I don't know. I don't know. Dan. I think, I think we're not talking about reinventing the wheel here. Here's what I think when he talks about, onboarding everything what what the bears are doing and it's and it's painful to watch because the record reflects a team that's really struggling and talent deficient right now all they're doing is raising the standard agreed and that's what that's what we've asked for right and and i'm cool i'm i'm like i'm cool with the intent and i'm cool with the mission i'm just not sure that that we're far along with it right like it's well, I, still, I think i think we, i think it's worse than we maybe imagine because they have to before you can raise the standard you have to establish one sure and and i think that by establishing where their floor is it was maybe you know to go out jerry angelo their floor was where the ceiling used to be <laughs> so now they're setting a standard and they're raising the, the expectation level internally eventually what will happen is they'll be good again or competitive again and then everything else will happen externally to reflect that. What happened Sunday at MetLife Stadium was, for the first time this season, I believe the Bears weren't competitive. They didn't meet that standard of play or intensity or hustle or takeaway or smart football. And that is why it's a valid question. That's it. But I do believe, I do believe that the answer reinforced what I believe is that all that they have done is try to create a foundation and get players who buy into this idea of there's a way of doing business at Hallis Hall. We're going to be professionals here. We are adults here. Let's reflect that. I'm on board with that. I'm on board with it with the attempt. Again, you're three and nine though, and you now you have five more games left, and you've got to keep interest level. And I and and you just pointed it out in the second half. I mean, you can go through that that tape from Sunday's loss, and you just see moments where it's like, well, they weren't tackling like that in September. You know what I mean? Right. Like right. now there's different players on the field and obviously they're, they're, they're of lesser talent. Um, but there's just, there's just some, some missed plays within there where you're like, eh. you know, Dave Montgomery, a prime example of a guy who's still, every time he touches the football is running, like it's the last carry of his life. Right. And that those are the guys you want setting the standard and, and being your tone setters every single day. Hopefully they can do that. Um, you know, look like the player's perspective is important on the, uh, on this. And so we had a chance on Monday afternoon to talk to some of the players. We'll start here with, with, some sound from Cole Komet, who um, 
look, like Cole Komet is now in his third season, right, David? He started with the Bears in the pandemic year of 2020. The Bears got off to a 5-1 and one start to that year. And since that time, they're 12-27, and 27, right? So Cole has been a part of long losing streaks in each of his three seasons here. And so he was asked uh, on Monday afternoon, you know, just w- what it's like now to, to be staring down the barrel of, you know, a last place finish in the division and you still got five games to go and guys are getting hurt and, and this and the other thing. How do you kind of kind of navigate this? Here was Cole's answer. It's tough. I mean, you just kind of kind of stick to your routines and, you know, um, figure things out along the way. So, you know, obviously losing guys doesn't help, but, um, you know, as individuals, you just got to do what you got to do uh, throughout the week, you know, stick to your routine. And, and really at this point, you know, you put good stuff on tape, you know, that's just what it's about. So have some pride in yourself and put some good stuff on tape. And um, if you do that, if each individual does that, you know, I think the outcomes will, will start to change. And then right behind that, David, uh, Cole was asked to compare uh, this current losing streak to two of the other long losing streaks he's been on. Here was his comparison. Anything about this one feel different, you know, first year of a program with fever flus? Um, I, I mean, lo- losing's tough, man. Losing's tough. I don't know if I could say it feels different. Like, losing sucks any, any way you put it. And losing streaks are tough. Um, you know, I appreciate how they've – how coach has really handled this here you know he he's been consistent every week you know whether it's coming off a winning week or losing week you know coach has been the same um and that's something you appreciate as a player he's not deviating from from how he how he approaches things or things like that so he keeps it consistent and you know he believes in his process i think guys believe in that in that process with the hits principle and things like that so um you know i think i think last week you know yesterday was really a one-off for us. I mean, we haven't really been blown. I think this game and, and Dallas were the kind of two maybe that were out of question. But, I mean, other, every other game we've been in. So, um, obviously, it's been tough there at the end for a lot of these games this year. But um, I don't think yesterday was indicative of how we've been throughout, you know, the whole season. That's a heck of a thing, asking Cole Komet to compare losing streaks. <laughs> it's like, which is your favorite hangnail? Yeah, I was like I, I, that, but he he answered it well. He he's a pro. I think he's a keeper. I think he's one of those guys. Again, we can overinflate and fall in love with the, the talent that you see on a regular basis. But you mentioned two guys, David Montgomery and Cole Komet. When you're trying to identify foundational players, I think those two guys fit the criteria of what you're looking for because they have skills on the field that you can utilize and find ways to accentuate. But I think in the locker room especially they represent what you're trying to what you're trying to preach on a daily basis. I've got another one for you under the radar guy, DeAndre Houston Carson, who also spoke with us on Monday. This guy was drafted on day three in 2016, and he's still here, right? And the reason he's still here is because he has that level of commitment, that understanding of of how to compartmentalize success and failure, the, the ability to uh, focus in on a daily basis on your responsibilities and, and try to block out the things that you can't control over. And so this is the type of guy that, that as a, obviously a core special teams leader and then a guy who can play potentially as a starter for you now going forward, depending on, on what, what happens with Eddie Jackson, um, that can set a tone, right. And be an example for guys. And so uh, he's another guy, look, you know, he, he's been through losing streaks with John Fox and Matt Nagy and now Matt Eberflus. He goes back a ways as well uh, and can speak to this a little bit. And so we asked DeAndre Houston Carson, similar to what we asked Cole Komata, just w- what it takes to, to look now at, at, you, you know, the season doesn't end till January 8th. Now we're still in November. You've got a long way to go to get to that finish line how do you grind through it and what what is it that is the secret sauce uh to help a team through this stretch um i'll speak for myself i'd say 
probably two things. Pride. Like, I don't care how many games we've lost, you know. I got to turn the tape on and I got to feel, feel good. Like, I put a good product out there, you know. Um, so pride. And, and then another thing is just loving the game. You know, you can't lose that aspect of it, especially when you're losing. Like, it is it is your job, right? It's, it's our job. But you also got to have fun. Like, if you don't, then you're going to drive yourself crazy, in my opinion. This is not a job that you can not like and just wake up and keep doing it. You know, you're going to drive yourself crazy. And like you said, your body's hurt, your mind's all over the place. So I think you got to try to still love the game. Every team in every sport has guys that they identify early on in any sort of rebuild that they – are character guys they want to they may not be the most talented guys but they're worth keeping and they're worth kind of for their example i think deandre houston carson is one of those guys and as you you know described and you've been around him a lot it just seems like when he talks about pride he means it there's yeah. not just they aren't just empty words and trying to say something that makes him sound like he's he's buying in he plays that way because dan we know from watching him over the year i mean he's He's a capable NFL defensive back. He's a better core special teamer, but he's willing to do about anything, and he's smart and committed, and you don't worry about him. These are the kind of guys you need in that locker room to create that, to build that platform. So when other players come in the onboarding process to t- go all floozy on you, the onboarding process is a little bit more seamless. Well, I, I, I literally sat here and got goosebumps listening to that audio clip for a second time. And the reason I did, we talked earlier in the season about those those types of clips that you can attach the gentle xylophone music to and, and make them extra dramatic. That's one that you could do it with and, and, and get get that feeling, right? That feeling of, yeah. okay, let's go. But I, I, the reason I, I, I got the goosebumps is because you think about standing uh, you know, next to a practice field with a guy like that after his first rookie camp practice or his first weekend of rookie camp practice and saying like how are you going to stick around right like what's what's your formula and then you you fast forward seven years and you say the guy found the formula right he found his niche he dedicated himself to his niche he kept signing contracts you know he he, he, he earned the trust of multiple coaching staffs and multiple front offices to, to to be at this point and he understands at this stage how to navigate this kind of stuff and so um influential stuff, right? Those are the types of guys that you want to, to, you know, lead by example, but also lead by words, right? Like we talked about Elijah Hicks earlier in the podcast. He He's a, a day three safety making his way on special teams right now and looking for opportunities elsewhere. Well, guess what? Latch yourself to DeAndre Houston Carson's belt buckle and watch everything he does, right? And, and, right. and figure out a path to, to be in here in 2028. And so, you know, we'll see where it goes. I, I just like this is, this is, that loss Sunday in New York, it felt like the type of loss that you have the last weekend in December and you go, well, well, you know, locker cleanout day is just around the corner. It's yeah. not, it's not the locker cleanout day is not around the corner. And so I just, there's just so much for this team to test itself with over the next five weeks. And I hope that they're uh, following the lead. You know, the one word that both Cole and DHC used in the, in those clips was, was pride, right? Like a lot of this comes down to personal pride and, and, and how much you care about your craft and how much you care about the, the work that the guys beside you are putting in. It's, it's, it's an important word. Well, it is an important word because it goes back to everything that Matt Eberflus was saying, and we can find different ways of describing or saying the same thing about raising the standard, raising the standard requires surrounding yourself with players who are like-minded and have that kind of sense of pride in their job, regardless of the record, regardless of the scoreboard, because that was a blowout. 
And Cole Komet was right. There are other games that they just haven't been that uh, non-competitive. Cowboys was deceiving because it, it got away from them late. But Sunday in the second half was the first time I really felt like, okay, they've packed it in. I don't want to say they quit. They didn't quit, but they just were They're not just- they were not talented enough to handle yeah. the challenge. Overmatched. Yeah, just totally overmatched. And you're just like, they don't have answers. And, and that's that's where the frustration comes in when you don't have answers, right? And effort's not enough to keep you competitive. That's when it's like, oh, man, you know, what is all this for? And that that's where you have to find that extra reserve and that extra tank. And, and we'll see if they're able to get it done. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 